Hello, folks. Welcome once again to another edition of Volunteer Spotlight. Who's behind that voice? This is Ryan O, your interviewer. This is the show where we give our listeners a chance to get to know the voices behind the stuff that they read for you. And today we have the irrepressible Kendra Karbowski. Kendra, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ryan. I like to think of myself as irreplaceable as well too. as irrepressible. That too. Like Beyonce <laughs> said, you're you're irreplaceable. Wait, I don't, actually, that's not what she said, but never mind. <laughs> that's what I give her trying to quote her. Kendra, before we get to the Radio Talking Book stuff that you read for us, and I'll just mention that you can be heard every Monday doing the live read of the Omaha World Herald with your partner in crime, Larry (laughs) Thornton. And we also hear you every week. You're the best community calendar reader we've ever had. So we're excited to have you. you. We'll get to that shortly. But tell us about your background, Kendra. Where are you from? Where were you born? And um, what brought you to Omaha? Well, I am Omaha, born and raised. Uh, Lived here all my life. uh, Right behind Big Fred's Pizza. But Big Fred's was the main main attraction that we went down and walked around and had a lot of way too much freedom. My parents let us have a lot of a lot of freedom. I think my mom just needed a break, and <laughs> I'm sure she did. Yeah, so I stayed there. I uh, was married and lived in kind of like off of Harrison, 126th and Harrison. So I guess it's kind of Millarder ish. My first house was built there. Uh, That was with husband 1.0, had two children, then got divorced and found husband 2.0. And he was an upgrade. And he... Good, good call. Upgrade. moved away while we were dating, and I didn't take it personally. Uh, And then two months later, he said, marry me. And so we moved to South Dakota because he said he wanted to live somewhere south. And I said, it's only south of North Dakota. And that's how we ended up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, for like 12 years. Now, back up for me. Where'd you go to school? I went to Harry A. Burke High School. It was huge, enormous. And they had a fabulous drama program with Mr. Doty. Mr. Doty rocked. And a lot of famous people were in my drama class. Pat Hazel, who has done Broadway. He was a Seinfeld uh, writer. Uh, And Rob Baker, who did, oh gosh, uh, The General. He did a thing about The General. He was also poster boy for Bakers, I think, for a while. Anyway, so that was, uh, and Craig Anton, who went on to be on Mad TV and lots of movies. So that was my start into the wild entertainment craziness Uh for three years. And I, believe it or not, was kind of shy. I went down the path of community health education uh, at UNO, good old uh, West Dodge High, uh, just off 65th or whatever in Dodge. And, uh, you know, that job, you're not an RN, you're not a teacher, so you just wait for someone at the health department to die so you can get a job. And I worked at a lot of nonprofits during that time. Kidney Foundation was one um, Alzheimer's Association was another. And then finally, I got my job at the health department. I was the immunization task force coordinator for the maternal child health department and did that for a couple years and then met husband 2.0. And when he got a job up in Sioux Falls, you had to be an RN to do it there. So I did the next logical thing. I became a comedian. So tell me what... What was the best part for you about working at the Department of Health? What was your favorite aspect of the job? Well, I, I liked when we went out and saw the public. Um, I really like working with people and 
Um, an interesting thing when you work for the government is they don't want you to save money. And having had a background in nonprofits, I was used to getting things for free. So they weren't happy when I got like free donut. They're like, we have a grant. We have to spend it. And I'm like, okay. Um, so, yes, I loved I love seeing the, the kids, the people. We would go to different areas within Omaha, and we did have some vans we set up. The most interesting part was keeping the groups. Uh, we, have five, we had five hospitals, five counties, 90 people, or 45, yeah, from 45 different agencies, keeping them from infighting because it's like, well, that's our van, but those are our nurses and those are our supplies, so. Right. You know, so what was so that was the most you love seeing the public. What was your least favorite part? Was it the mediating? Was it the infighting? Or? No, it was it was uh, all of the paperwork and then all the meetings you had to go to where, you know, what do they say about uh, committee? It's basically, uh, you know what a camel is? It's it's a horse built by a committee. It's it's all the people having to <laughs> discuss that and the endless sharpening of pencils. It seemed like I was always preparing folders for different things because four times a year we would have a quarterly meeting where we got all these people and all these agencies together. Um, we would do continuing education. That actually was my favorite thing. And back then it wasn't as easy as you think. We had to do it at a hospital that had a satellite downlink. And I'm talking you had a guy out there that knew how to set the satellite in the right direction. And you would get from the CDC a downlink, and you would get continuing education stuff, and then you'd find somebody to sponsor it and set the thing up, and I'd put up the signs and do a lot of promo for it. That part I kind I really liked, and I did a newsletter um, and a grant report. That was four times a year, and so the rest of the year was trying to get stuff to go with that. So how long were you at the health department? Only a couple years. Only a couple years, and then, then I met the 2.0, and he moved away. Let's see. We had our first date in March, and he moved away by October, and we were, no, actually September. We were engaged by Thanksgiving, married by January. When did you get married? What year? 1998. Wow. So we've been together for a while. I kept this one. He's, He's a very patient man. He is a godsend. Everybody says he is, my mother called him a peach. Because he's just a nifty guy, very supportive of anything I do, very patient with the kids. The kids were three and seven, my boys, and he had two girls. And we merged all that in a blended high puree uh, kind of way. And, and now uh, we came back to Omaha 12 years after we moved to Sioux Falls because he was working for Union Pacific. He just retired. What did you do in Sioux Falls? Uh, that's why I started doing stand-up comedy. Um, I started out by putting together stress and humor workshops that I would do to uh, companies and things like that. And then I just expanded it into actual stand-up because a neighbor of mine was friends with someone who had just opened a funny bone. And she said, you're so funny, you should go perform there. So they had me audition for a house MC, and they said, well, we're not sure what we're going to do. And I said, I just want to learn the biz. So I actually, and now you're going to really laugh at this, I actually worked there on Friday nights as a bouncer, but that's the other the other uh, place I interviewed every comedian that came through that funny bone, every single one that would talk to me. So, what led you to comedy, Kendra? What what was your inspiration? I grew up wanting to be Carol Burnett. Um, I watched her show. I did impressions. Uh, some of my first impressions were from her show. Um, Is she your biggest mentor? 
your She's one of them. Um uh the you know, because she didn't actually do stand-up. She was doing sketch and I like sketch, I like improv, I've done improv. Uh but one of my best buddies in the biz is Whoopi Goldberg. I know she's one of your favorites. She is Comedically, so yes. awesome. Tell me about your mom's comedy show. Your mom's comedy show, Y-E-R, that is our group. Um, I have been doing solo comedy for about 20 years. And about five, almost six years ago, I met with a mom, another mom in comedy, and we decided to do a show. It was going to be a single show. And it just went over so well that we just made it into a thing. And the reason why it's your mom's comedy show Instead of just your mom's comedy, well, I'll tell you, there's a website that's called Your Mom's Comedy Show, spelled with the Y-E-R. I mean, Your Mom's Comedy has nothing to do with comedy, but it has a lot to do with graphic photographs. Uh-huh. So we had to differentiate. So it's myself and two other moms that have younger kids. I'm the grandma of the bunch. And we perform anywhere there's wine. Good, good rule. Good, solid rule Including right there. the backline th- Comedy Theater, which is at 1618 Harney. We are there the third Saturday of every month at 7 o'clock. It's a fairly clean show. We occasionally do have some adult content ones, but we do do a warning when we have the R-rated content shows. Um, So my two greatest achievements ever in comedy were uh, performing at the Comedy Store, the world-famous Comedy Store in Los Angeles, that was just an amazing thing. Um, we had won tickets to see The Walking Dead's uh, eighth, se- eighth season premiere, their 100th episode. So we flew out to California, and I checked around with some people, and they said, hey, come by the comedy store. We'll see if we can get you on stage. I got on stage. And Eliza Schlesinger, who's a huge comedian, she decided to jump on that same show I was on, done on the main stage. The ori- Actually, it's the original stage. And then Andrew Dice Clay came up right after me. And while I was there, I was in the back hall. That's mainly comedians. I was taking pictures of stuff, and I backed right into Ron White. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say fan. Wood, but you're not a fan. Oh, sorry. I thought, well, he smokes He smokes cigars, and he drinks his He bourbon. got busted in Lincoln once because he smoked a cigar on stage, and he got fined. Well, and we based part of our Your Mom's Comedy Show on the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, which is where at the end of all of their stand-up, they sit on stools and they do some Q&A, but they also just do some chatting between themselves. So like the last 10 to 15 of our show is basically improv and comedy where we talk about some topics amongst ourselves on stage and it's some of the best, funniest stuff that comes out of it. So Kendra, tell me about your family. Uh, You mentioned Chuck, but... What about Chelsea and the kids? Tell me about all of them. (laughs) Well, Chelsea is his girlfriend. Uh, She is part chocolate lab, part velociraptor. Um, She is our rescue dog that when we thought we were going to be done with dogs, I saw this little miniature lab, only 37 pounds at six months. Turned out she had parvo. Um, So that's why she was small. She's over 100 now. And uh, she is six and a half and then we have Oliver. Oh, she's six, and Oliver is six and a half. He's an orange kitten. And then we have Kate. She's the old girl. She's seven and a half. And uh, we've always had animals. Uh, we got married. I had three cats, and he had a pug. Good Morning America partnered with AARP, and they were doing features on people that had changed their careers later in life. And they wanted to know their story. 
And so I sent them my story, and they uh, interviewed me for Good Morning America in October of 2021, I think. Wow. So, and Chuck and um, Chelsea got on there because they did some background footage of us walking by a lake or something. But that was pretty exciting. You want to give your kids a shout out? A shout out. Yes. We are very proud of our our sons. Um, The youngest one just got married uh, to a doctor, a pediatrician. So yay, Aaron and Karina. And yay to Kevin and his lovely wife, Lacey, who are celebrating, I think, seven and a half years of marriage. She is a civil engineer. And I have a grandson who's turning 11 next week. His name is Jax. Congratulations. So we have one set up in Sioux Falls and the other set's in Kansas City, Missouri. How long have you been at Radio Talking Book? I think we just did my anniversary five whole years. And what did you do when you first got here? What did you read? Oh, yeah. It took a while to do the live read. I'm trying to remember. Um, I think I did some health newsletters or something. I got into the live read, though, pretty pretty quick. And then I was excited to get into the community calendar, which I think we started two, two and a half years ago. It seems like two years ago. Two years ago? It was, I think, somewhere during the pandemic. Yes. And I had to do a lot of that remote um, stuff at home. And that is not just a, you know, sit down and run through a thing. It takes me about two two or three days to go through all the stuff on the calendar. I, I make sure to get contact numbers and addresses and websites so that people can get more information if need be. And... Uh, Focus on anything fun going on across Nebraska, Omaha, Lincoln, um, Council Bluffs. And I think now we're doing Sioux City, too, aren't we? Yep. Whatever comes up, I I have found out so much stuff. Kendra, you're not going to believe this, but we're out of time. (gasps) Never. So let me thank you for your time today. And our final question, if there's a message you could give our listeners today, what would it be? Tell everyone about Radio Talking Book Service because thanks to... Um, them and also the contributions that people do donate to us. We are able to help people with vision loss or other issues that uh, keep them from being able to read things on their own. Well, thank you very much, Kendra, for your time today. It's been a pleasure getting to know you better. Yeah, thank you very much, Ryan. It's been fun to be on here. Our guest has been Kendra Karbowski. You can catch her every Monday doing the live read of the Omaha World Herald and every Friday at noon and 8 p.m. reading the community calendar. This has been Ryan O. with Volunteer Spotlight. Who's behind that voice? Thank you so much for listening today. And please stay tuned to Radio Talking Book.